radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Everybody needs a little help with money now and again. That's why we're here, particularly with investing, because the entire industry seems designed to confound. I mean, just make people crazy. Give us a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. It's free, it's easy, and we'd love to talk with you. Don't I'm be part John, of the that's Tom. Yeah, don't be part of the crowd that uh, pulled out 50 $6.2 billion out of mutual funds the week that ended December 19th, the largest mutual wow. fund withdrawal since October. 2008. Yeah, exactly. October 2000. No, don't do that. Come on, really? Yeah, call us. No. We'll dumb, talk to you dumb, about dumb, the why dumb, dumb, dumb. you don't want and, to do that. And, and let me tell you, it, here's my big issue. You, you touched on this last hour. My big issue with the entire investment business is its desire, its need to add these layers of complexity to the process that is actually pretty straightforward, pretty simple, pretty, I mean, it's this, it's like math. The science just works. And, and you mentioned it, this whole business about Baron said, well, you should be in alternative funds now. Yeah, I mean, and this, well, yeah, funds okay, anyway. yeah. So there are things like, you know, buying a mutual fund where the fund is buying loans. Yeah, because the loans are like maybe subprime type of loans. They're paying more for a car. You mean loan. like consumer loans? Consumer or, loans. Pardon me. There's yeah. things crazy stuff. Yeah, you can invest. I still think like emerging markets bonds. I consider that alternative because these are risky it's... loans in. Kind of risky economies. Uh, we let's have see. been pitched. Our firm oh, has been. We have everything. been told that we should include alternative investments yeah. in our clients' portfolios. True. And many firms who who claim to espouse a similar philosophy to ours use them, and I think much to their detriment. One of the groups that's come to us, Tom, and talked to us is AQR. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very AQR. well known. Cliff Asness, very well known, yeah. Yeah. They run a bunch of, quote, alternative funds. And I was curious during the break to see how these market-neutral funds. Now, for example, a market-neutral fund is like a hedge fund. What's it supposed to do? Well, the idea here is to get what stocks provide in terms of return, right. but then when they go down, you're doing things inside the fund that allow you to keep your money instead of losing. Yeah. yeah, and and there's some active management Correct. to that that we don't sure. believe in. Yeah. Now, AQR, Equity Market Neutral Fund, this is one of the reasons we didn't use them. Their expenses are 2.18% uh, per year. Just a lot of money to pay. Yeah. But, but there's more. How much did the S&P 500 go down roughly in 2018? 6%, I think. That is correct, sir. Okay. Look at you. Look at me. You didn't even look that up. I, I saw you. You, bingo, you did bingo. not use your notes. Yeah, and the year before, it made 17. Now. Two in a row. AQR, market neutral. What would you guess it its return was oh, in 2018? Wow. You'd probably hope that you kept more of your money, maybe lost 2 or 3%. That's what the hope would be, wouldn't yeah, it? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, the idea is yeah. that they got out when it got ugly, or they used yeah, some instrument that so protected smart, them. Right? Yes, right. Yeah, and uh, for that 2% you paid, 2%, that's hedge fund fees. Yes. For that 2% you paid, you lost 11.7% What? in 2018. Okay, so this is always, it sounds so What'd you so make great. in 2017? 
5.8. Instead of the S&P 17. 17. Yeah, I mean, this is always the struggle because these things always sound so good, right? I Yes, it's like some of those annuities that say, you get the market returns, but you never have let, you never lose any money. Kind of. And that's the problem. So there really is no one. We've talked about this before. We'd love to but give you the one. But we need to talk about it again. The one box to check. Apparently people don't get it. No, apparently you just check the box. And so, no, we would not be advocating that. What, what, by the way, what else would you put in the alternative? That's one. Market neutral would be an alternative. Yeah. I was hedge thinking. funds. Yeah, hedge, hedge funds. funds. And, I mean, uh, futures. Futures. Futures, yeah. Okay. Futures. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, that's a good one. We should look at how they did. Manage futures strategy. I want to look at right AQRs. Manage futures, or uh, no? I'm going to be fair and look at AQR. Okay. AQR, because we're on them. Managed futures. I'm going to do that during the break. AQR. Man- okay. Right. So give us a call. Eight five five nine three five. Talk. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Are you paying too much for your investments? Are you doing the wrong things? Is your advisor really providing the advice they should be providing? Find out with a simple phone call to 855-935-8255. It's just too easy for you not to do it. Tom and Don are talking real money. Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And how really simple real money issues should be. The more complicated it gets, the worse off you are, I believe. And I really do believe in this inverse relationship between complexity and returns. It just seems the complicated stuff ends up bad for you. So I looked up. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I looked up the AQR, Managed Futures Strategy Fund. Yeah. And and tell us, give us a description. Because somebody just asked me at at a talk I did on Wednesday, what about futures? Should we be using futures? So give me your explanation of futures in one sentence. It's gambling on commodities. Yeah. You have to have the price. This is what I tell people. Yeah, the price yeah, and yeah. the date correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, these guys have been betting against bonds all year to well, the tune of 400%. Yeah. Okay. Negative on bonds. But they apparently didn't time it right. Because their average annual return, their return for 2018, yes. was negative 9%. That's on the managed futures. Managed not futures. on the balanced, not, what was it? Not the balanced fund, the uh, market oh, neutral. The, uh, the one before, the market neutral was yeah. uh, almost a 12% loss. And by the way, here's something to think about, I think, big picture about all this. You may have heard about, did you get, you gave the phone number, correct? Oh, uh, no, I need to do okay. that again. 855-935-TALK, although we're not giving away books this week. No. So, But call us because we're here to help. You so can call anyway. think about this. For here, I think big picture is a way to look at this. You yeah. may know a guy named Warren Buffett. I may, Every time I mention him, everybody laughs. Like, oh, of course I yeah, know Warren, Warren Buffett. Yeah. Yeah. The Oracle of Omaha, right? The sage of well, – anyway, so the sage of stocks. He's – had a pretty good track record not the last Long week term. by the way <laughs> he had a bad week because one quarter of no one fifth of his fund is in apple stock so he had a bad week <laughs> last that week much yeah it's one fifth 21 percent. Oh. but um anyway so warren a long time ago over a decade ago said you know what i'm tired of hearing about these hedge funds how smart they are you got all these phds you can use all these tricks so i'll make you a bet you pick an aggregate of, I think it was like five hedge funds. You pick the best hedge the best, funds, he told us. The hedge your fund, favorite yep, hedge yep. funds. You pick yep. those, 
And I'll take the S&P 500 index yep. over 10, 10 years, years. 10 years, and you see who does better. And the index killed them, wiped them out. And yeah, this, well, is, actually, this is the industry where they have, really, they've never spent more than they do today on researching companies, strategies. They've never had more PhDs back there because the big money's in a hedge fund, right? I'll get right. rich. You saw right. it on Billions, right? The kid who was right. going to go study under Gene Fama, or no, I'd rather go to work for the hedge That's fund. That's right. She did mention yeah, he did. Gene Fama. He did yeah, mention, yeah. you know, I was going to go study under Gene oh, Fama did, yeah. at Chicago, you know, uh, Nobel Prize winner. No, you stay here, you make get rich. They've mm-hmm. never had that, and 90% of the trades today in the market are done by the really smart people. The smartest guys in the and women, by the way, it's not sexist. And how did they all do? Well, last year, you looked it up. 6.7% down yeah. for the year, average hedge fund. If there, was ever, if there was ever a year where they were going to make more than the market, that was the year, right? Because you had the things they can say, well, there's not enough volatility in the market. You can't make money when there's no volatility. There was volatility. There was a lot of volatility. Well, the market's just kind of gone straight up because the Fed, blah, blah, blah. No, it didn't. The market didn't. was down. Yeah, it didn't do that. And they still underperformed. I heard this argument all over the past couple of years. If the market's down, that's when active management's going to shine. That's when hedge funds are going to do well. Well, you didn't. There were some hedge funds that lost 20 and 30% last year. Yeah. And so big names. So don't get sucked into that. Don't, as we told you in the first hour, don't get sucked in by a major brokerage who tells you, we've got somebody who'll pick stocks for you. And by the way, Berkshire Hathaway beat the market last year. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah, it was only down two and two-thirds percent. Probably because the fangs had such a great beginning. I mean, I yeah. bet Apple for the year still had a good year. 855-935-TALKS, our number, and Blake, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Blake. How can we help you? Hi, thank you for taking my call. I have to admit, I'm fairly young, and I have only had the chance to listen a few times, so if you've answered this in the past, please forgive me, but listening to you a lot when it comes to um, an explanation on futures. I participate in the foreign exchange market, and I thought I would ask if you believe um, whether or not <clears throat> bonds and stocks are going to remain you know, inversely correlated like my broker thinks. I, it seems to me like they're both exposed to a lot of uh, other elements that might make that so obvious. One, what we believe is 100% meaningless. Not only what we believe, but what your broker believes, what every expert on Wall Street believes, because what they believe has no relationship whatsoever to what might happen in the future. And if you don't believe Don, you can call my wife. She'll confirm that, by the way. She'll back that up 110, maybe 120%. If you're playing the Forex market, if you're playing foreign exchange, if you're playing bond and uh, the, the, the relationship between stocks and bonds and currencies, Blake, you're gambling. You are not an investor. You are a speculator, unadulterated gambler. I prefer the word gambler. Well, and let's. And I want to answer the, the problem one other, is you yeah. don't know the odds. You yeah. don't know the odds of your gambling. You're better off going to the muckle shoot casino. At least there, you know well, the he, odds. He's calling us from the southwest, but but I want to add one other okay. thing, Blake. <laughs> that this is very important, actually. If last year, stocks and most bonds lost money. So there is no yep. inverse relation. This people believe this is one of those myths. If stocks goes down, bonds have to go up. No, nope. they can both go down. 
because why did bonds lose? Why did the prices go down last year? Because the yields went up. Right. Because interest rates went up four times by the, the Fed raised rates four times. And I think people get confused when we talk about having bonds in a portfolio to balance against the volatility of stocks. It's not because of an inverse relationship. It is because they short to intermediate high quality bonds have far less volatility have had historically than have stocks. You can put a lot of money in bonds, pay yourself out of that and, and in retirement, by the way, if you need the income before you even have to touch the stock portfolio. Blake, is that helpful at all? Yes, I think so, though I would argue with the gambling side of it only because I'm not day trading. It's long-term investing to hedge against what seems to be headwinds for the American economy. But I think your uh, but, point is valid. I appreciate no, it. No, no, but, but Blake, but Blake, again, you just said it, to hedge against what you believe are headwinds. You don't know there are headwinds. You just believe they are there. And I just gave multiple examples of PhDs who manage mutual funds who claim to be able to do the exact same thing and failed miserably in doing so. These guys have an edge over you, and they suck at it. They have a lot of money. They've got a lot of resources. They've got a ton of research. You're going to lose, yeah. Blake. Yeah. You're going. Maybe you'll get lucky at times, but overall, you're gambling, and gamblers almost always, not always, almost always lose. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Everybody argues that what they're doing is investing. Everybody. Everybody argues it. Day trade. It doesn't matter long term or short term. Playing the Forex market, playing the bond market, trying to bet on the future is gambling. If the word bet can be used... It's gambling, period. And if you're trying to predict the future, you're betting on it. Gambling, period. And let's, Thank you. Let's say that you or your advisor agrees that, you know, index funds make sense. You kind of yeah, own I the agree. market. Yeah. But yeah you, you, and one of the indexes you want to own, or maybe the only one you own, because about 85% of the money invested in America is invested in the Standard & Poor's 500, which is 500 of the largest companies uh the biggest being is it microsoft now i don't know after the end of last i think microsoft's a big one right now but it it jumps back and forth between microsoft amazon apple they've all been among the leaders certainly were in 2018 so you want to own the s&p 500 so you could go to vanguard and own the vanguard and 500 for (laughs) still blows my mind four basis points now explain what a basis point is you explain it four one hundredths Of one percent, not a lot of one hundredths of one percent. And can you get Schwab's free? Doesn't Schwab no, have Fidelity's like, is free? Okay, Fidelity, but that is Fidelity's that the S and P five hundred? No, it's not. It's a yeah. it's an international. It's a global thing and, and, and yet, a U.S. total market. And yet, <laughs> I still just can't believe this when I read it. And yet, so many of you would prefer instead to buy the Rydex S and P five hundred. I don't know why anybody buys it. I that. Has an expense ratio. We mentioned the zero point zero four. That yeah. Yeah. instead you could go to Rydex and you could own it for two point three three. Uh, if that's you know, what about State Farm? You know those insurance wait, guys. Wait, they're can really I, good. Can I come back to the Rydex for just a minute before you go to State <sighs> Farm? How do they have one hundred and fifty one percent turnover? I have, 
<laughs> How could you even do that? It's the S and P five hundred. Turns out anyway. So, but you like State Farm because you know State okay. Farm is there. Uh, I just gave them a free plug. You could own their S and P five hundred index for one point three four percent. I can't find it. I just or J P Morgan's equity index. J P Morgan. J P Morgan. One point one five. I mean, how are these guys in business? I'll tell you how. People walk in their office and say, hey, I really want to, you've, you've got index funds, right? Yeah. Oh, I want to be in those index funds. Oh, okay, no problem. We'll put it right put it right in there, sir. This is outrageous, and yet these funds still exist. Thankfully, most of them saw outflows last year. Uh, yeah, that but, Ridex fund only has $160 million in it now. Okay, but that's $160 million <laughs> that's paying two point three three for something you could get. Do you go buy gas for... I didn't even do the percentage. What's the percentage difference between two point three three and zero point zero four? I don't, I can't do it's that. It's about I let's see that maybe that Kelly can do about, that. She's nodding her head. No, she can't. About four hundred dollars a gallon. That's what I'm saying. Would you go across? I'm five hundred a gallon. No, I am not going to cross the street. I'd rather just do this here. I'm here. Let's get it done. No, you, know, you could get actually, it. No, I'm maybe not going there's there. a, Maybe there's a business model for some enterprising uh, gas station. Yeah. I'm the only one on the block. <laughs> I'm just going to charge $500 a gallon. Apparently, people will do it for mutual funds. They won't Why care. Why won't they do it for gas? They won't notice. You they, just won't, feel, they won't care. Was that a, a $4,000 fill-up <laughs> yesterday? Yeah, it was, but you know what? Really nice people. And he's my friend. He's my friend, Don. I love the guy. He's calls me every so often and he says i should move it out of that fund into a different fund really nice people so i feel like this lonely voice in the wilderness and that everybody else is is out to to take advantage oh tom and don are talking real money Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. And we're uh, nothing, nothing if we're not fair and balanced in our approach. Oh, please. Fair and balanced, really? You have to anyway, go there. No, I want to be fair. I want to be fair. Yeah. I tried to find the State Farm oh. Index 500, 500 Index Fund. Give me the ticker. Oh, no, it doesn't have the ticker. It doesn't exist. State Farm S&P 500 Index Class B shares. I can give you yeah. the ticker. S-N-P-B-X. That's the one. I already looked it up. It has been merged into. Well, this article just came out a couple of weeks ago. Wow. They were a little late on their research because huh. it's been merged into the State Farm Growth Fund. <laughs> that sounds which, worse, actually, but okay. Which has expenses yeah. of 0.12%. Well, that's just plain weird. I'm telling okay. you. All right. cool. I wanted to be fair, but all of those went away. The Class A, the Class B, hmm. the a Premier Share version of it, all of those have gone away. They vanished from everywhere. So we can and no longer so, say State Farm... Is there? State Farm is there. Oh, okay. just with a different fund. Okay, just checking. I don't know if they're, and it appears they're a better neighbor now too. Yeah, and can you say, 1, by the way, where you're going to be on Saturday, the sixteenth of February? Hmm. Uh, I'm not going to be there. Oh, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to be there at the Maidenbauer Center. 
Yeah, before, oh, I'm so excited. I love retire meets, even we though they wear me out. Yeah, that's a long day. But we have a lot. You're going to be speaking. I'm going to be speaking. Herb Weisbaum. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely get my 10,000 steps in. Oh, yeah, day. you'll do that. Uh, Tina Hall from ER. She is phenomenal. She really lays out kind of all the housing options. That's senior senior housing yeah, options. It's yeah. really, she's really, really, really good. Uh, coming in from Washington, D.C., where because apparently you can't get a sandwich in Washington D.C. anymore now with the not as good as the Maidenbauer sandwiches. No, that's true. Uh, understanding Social Security, absolutely critical topic. Hope my in-laws are listening. For every person who's retired or retiring, are you bringing them? Because uh, they argued with you, Doctor Laurel Beeden. She'll be there. Ed Perkins, be talking about. Uh, he has a great pancake place. He does. <laughs> Smarter travel coming up from Oregon. Rick Gregrick from Gregrick and Associates Retirement and planning first steps rick's doing a couple of talks and then we got wow we really got some great keynotes you're going to do a deal with dan solon dan just he's really 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 good at this because he just gets up in front of the audience happy yeah he's he's really good and then uh, weston wellington who we haven't heard from in quite a while weston's been doing talks for dimensional funds for 23 years i think i looked it up long time he's like he's like a veep there or something right? yeah like, he's a big he's deal like the dick cheney of dimensional but if you think you have a magazine or a broadcaster or somebody that you should trust about telling you what the future is going to look like mm-hmm. he's going to blow that up i mean it's really fun to listen to uh julia reed from schwab will be there barbara Devereaux from vestry will be there talking about long care long-term care options Pete Finland, Retirement Transit. You get the idea. This is a full day of activity. If you are anywhere between and 5 lunch. and 10 years from retirement or retired, you got to show up. And the reason we're mentioning this today is because only for a few more sale. days. Yeah, uh, this is yeah. this is the uh, the thing we call the flash sale or something. Is that right? Yes, I don't we know. do call okay. it that. Because it's, it's only for four days. It's just like yep. a flash in the pan. Okay, so it's So you get tickets half for half off. Half off, so... It's $20 per person or 35 for a couple. Come on. When was the last time you took your wife or your husband out for a breakfast and lunch for $35? I think you can just, and, to me, you can just say, when was the last time you took your wife out? You don't have to say the price. All the time. I, I know. Take I know. You, no, I'm talking time. to me now. I'm not talking about you. Oh, well, your me. wife's too busy making pizza. Yeah, she can take herself out, apparently. Exactly. So, um, exactly. This really is a great deal. So yeah. go get your tickets now at retiremeet.com because the price goes up. On Tuesday, yep. Monday night, retiremeet.com. It's not like the stuff that you find hanging in a locker. We're not serving sitting. We're not serving you up to anybody. No. That didn't sound Do you have right anything there. else you want to add? No, that, I just think you should come. I mean, this is one. we've done this event. I'm coming. Four, I'm going to be okay, there. You didn't even answer. We've done this event four times. It sells out every year. We have, I think, one quarter of it already sold. This will sell out. I will make the prediction by February 4th. I got to tell you, the thing, and when I say this is the premier retirement event in the Puget Sound region, it really is. We've looked at all the others, and they're either much smaller or far more sales-oriented. Yeah, they got something to uh, pitch The you. advice they provide is confusing and 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 contradictory in many mm-hmm. cases. Yeah. This is the best stuff we can find for you, and we've been doing this now coming up on five years. This is our fifth anniversary, so go get your tickets now before they sell out, because they will one day, retiremeet.com. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, talkingrealmoney.com. 
for your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Real money is a really important thing for your really, really great future that you're going to have. And it's a lot easier to manage than you probably think because people try to make it seem too complicated. Give us a call. We'll simplify it at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And back to the phones we go. Tracy, welcome to the show. Thank you. I have a question for my daughter who's uh, 19. She just turned 19, and she opened a Vanguard non-retirement account yesterday and put money into it, but she hasn't put the money in any particular fund yet because she doesn't... We're trying to figure out what would be a good fund for her, which may be long-term or it may be like six years when she would like to buy a house. Yeah, see that that there's the yeah. there's the rub. Mm-hmm. Is this long term or is it six year? What's your bet? Well, since she's nice, you know, I don't know. She's trying to save the money uh, on her own for the six years plan. But so this is extra. Hopefully, it would be long term. But I'm sure if she needs it for uh, her house, if she doesn't have enough saved, she'll probably go into it. Would be my guess. But I'm how much money? I'm thinking in her mind. Only a couple thousand, okay. probably not more than yeah. two or three. Hmm. Well, 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 well. That six-year thing mm-hmm. sort of throws a wrench into the mix. But here's what I would do because you can sort of go long-term and sort of sort of go short-term with a really, really, really super simple portfolio. And because she's got the potential of that six-year time frame, she's going to have to keep some powder drier to reduce the volatility. But I don't know, because of her age, that it has to be particularly large. Uh, so I, what do you think? I'm thinking like 60% in the global, the VTWSX. I'm thinking and then like it's, 40. Yeah, I know you're this is a split between two funds. I think she should just own the Vanguard balanced fund. You think it's Vanguard, that's just the S&P balanced, 500. I know, you don't get as much diversification but it's one fund. When you're 19, Ooh. I'm worried that it gets confusing. Balanced indexed yeah, fund. Yeah, you're probably And then right. it just goes in the the risk of loss in that probably somewhere between 25 and 30% in one year. Mm-hmm. And you probably got a shot at making five or six percent. Let's see if we can get the ticker here for you. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, um, I'm trying to get the ticker. Yeah, it's the ticker. it is VB. V is in victory. B is in boy. I N X N as in Nancy. X as in xenophobic. VB. Yeah, you do pick a simpler approach. I just think I think if you start telling him buy sixty percent this, a forty percent then. Hey, it Tracy, gets complicated. Is yeah. is she doing acorns? No, you know, That's I what just she should heard be about doing. you guys on yeah. the podcast today. So she actually is doing, um, she's maxing out her VIP. Yay! Yay! She's doing 30% in that, so she's doing really good. And wow. And she's saving half of her income for the down payment on the house. Well, the reason and I say that is if home. she did something like an Acorns later, yeah, a Roth through uh-huh. Acorns, um, she could just 
take take little bits of uh, you know uh, like a small monthly amount that she doesn't use and all the change the ra- it'll round up all of her purchases and put that additionally away for retirement and starting at 19 wow huge advantage she could retire she gives she's gonna okay, be able so to retire here's what really i would early. do here's what i would do then with that in mind i think that's pretty good advice number one at the vanguard she should own the vbinx the vanguard balanced index fund that's going to give you some okay. stock some some bond exposure again in the absolute worst case it could lose 25 30 percent of its value then i love what don just said because if you're doing the vip that's probably pre-tax she could do she could go to Acorns. It's because she's 19. She'll get this very quickly. Set up a, what are they called? An Acorns. Acorns later. Later. And that's a Roth. Later, yeah, yeah. So now she has money she's saving. And it doesn't have to be very much. She could just put up whatever, as Adon said, she could set up the roundup to be very small, but you're throwing some money at after tax. So now you've got pre-tax savings. You have savings for your house or whatever comes along, and you have after-tax savings. I think and it's a great And would the strategy. Acorns later be very aggressive? Yeah, They have an 100%. aggressive portfolio yep. that we really think a lot of. I mean, it's not, it's not exactly what we would do, but it's so similar that we really like it. And, and uh, oh. you know, the folks at Acorns, if you're listening, you guys could, like, you know, participate and give us a little money. <laughs> We've never gotten kidding. it done. I'm no, it's, so Acorns is really great because the costs are low. It's an automatic. There's no discipline. She never has to write a check to them. The Although, money simply comes this, out. This daughter is disciplined. Yeah, I mean, at 19, to be <laughs> putting all that in your VIP is fantastic. My daughter didn't save anything at 19. Yeah, I know. It's hard. No, that's great. I, that, on her VIP, she is already maxing out the Roth, and then the balance oh. is going into oh. uh, to, um Oh, she's maxing her Roth 401, but she can still, still have a Roth, Roth IRA. IRA. You can still do the Roth IRA. You can do both. Oh, you can? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. If you're already, I thought you're only limited to what? Six thousand five hundred or something in the Roth. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, six six thousand. I forget. They just upped it for twenty nineteen under 6, the age of 50. fifty. I think it is six. And then if you're fifty or older, you could do seven in twenty nineteen. Yeah, the so twenty nineteen yeah. limit is six. She could do six thousand there. No, no, no. But the limit is six in the Roth IRA. IRA. It has nothing to do with the VIP. Th- that has nothing to do with the Roth four hundred one k. Those are separate. Oh, I see. Okay. That yeah, and so what, is, have what is the max? She's going to be rich, 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 and rich. what is the max for the 401k contributions in 2019 under the age of 50? I forget they... I'm I think they raised it. it. I think, the I new, think they did raise the limit, yeah. and they raised 17. it to 19. Wow. So she could put a whole lot into that. You could do wow. both, and then she has the... 25000 a year. Yeah. She does wow. that for about 10 years and doesn't do anything more. Still going to be in great shape because you're going to get 30 years of growth on all that money. So, congratulations, Tracy. Obviously, trained her well. Wait, she had another question. Don't go ahead, real quick. Yeah. So we didn't. We thought it was a six thousand max on the Roth. So is it better that she put the nineteen thousand everything in her VIP into the Roth? If she can afford it from a taxation standpoint, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So she should. 
instead of okay well no That's, leave leave, leave alone what you got. leave yeah. alone what is already in the pre-tax it gives you a little more flexibility yeah. but her future contributions if i was making these mm-hmm. at 19 yep. my future contributions would be going 100 percent into the roth 401k and then my ira would be 100 percent roth ira because then when she gets to retirement there is no mandatory distribution and, and the other nice thing is you could pass it to heirs tax-free and you can take it out tax-free remember everything pre-tax you're going to pay tax on it at ordinary income tax rate completely different yeah. ball i mean wow your tra- your 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 daughter tracy will be in a great spot 40 years down the road so great question i gotta Thank go you. yell i gotta go yell at all my children now yeah, because they're me, apparently no, not me too. i got a couple that are doing okay but a few others all are of mine aren't challenged. well my i guess my oldest daughter's doing yeah. it It's always a mixed bag. Mixed bag. One out of four. Come and see us on the 16th. The flash sale (laughs) ends on Monday. Well, one out of four is not bad. That's not bad. If I was batting that low, I wouldn't be in Major League Baseball. (laughs) Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And I want to invite you once again to join Tom and me for a really nice lunch for only $20. Oh, and did I mention that we're going to throw a whole day of really great classes and speakers in? Oh, yeah, and breakfast and coffee, too. Yeah, yeah. But it's only on sale for that. Actually, if it's a couple, it's $35. What a deal. But it's only a deal until Monday during our flash sale for our biggest event of the year, one of the biggest retirement events of the year anywhere. Retire Meet at retiremeet.com, retiremeet.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? 